Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. All right, it's written down on the card, so now it has to happen. Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Jeff Johnson here with Angela Hanscom. Angela, we're talking about screen time in this episode of the Timber Nook Tips podcast. As we record this here on Zoom, I've got four monitors in front of me um, here in the uh, upstairs studio uh, podcast central. So I'm a big fan of screens and screen times within limits, but it has its drawbacks, certainly. Um, Let's talk about those. Great. Um, so one thing that I was watching a documentary recently, um, I have a couple occupational therapy fieldwork students, mm-hmm. and they had asked for a documentary. And so I was watching it myself about the problem with screen time for children. And one thing that really struck me was <clears throat> that a lot of uh, a lot of the interviews with parents were saying that they they give their children screens as a replacement for going outside to play because of fear of um, what's out there. So fear of strangers and fear of being, you know, kidnapped, fear of whatever bugs, whatever. So they, to them, they, that felt like they were safer to be on a screen, but then they started talking about the actual research and they were saying it's, it's safer than ever before outside. First of all, like crime has gone down since early, again, I was born in the, I was born in the 1970s, but in the early eighties, you know, the crime was higher back then than it is now. And then um, that there's actually an incredible amount of dangers on the screen. So here they are like with all like the dangers right at the tip of their finger now. um, And they're spending hours on it and the world is getting very strange right now. Right. So now they're seeing with social media, Um, all sorts of things they probably shouldn't see from an early age. So I just feel like it's very interesting that the whole reason why we're keeping them from outdoor play has a lot to do with fear. And here we are succumbing to some more dangerous things right on the screen. Yeah, I, I mean, I I get messages with the links, and sometimes I'm scared to think them because click them because they're I've seen things on the internet that I should have seen. I mean, yeah. I, it's, yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a icky place out there. But I mean, just aside from that, just developmentally, um, having all of your sensory input coming from this flat paneled piece of glass with magical movement on the other side of it can't be the best thing for young children. No. So when, if you're replacing your outdoor playtime with being on a screen, yeah, you can do video games and you can play, but it's not the same. You're, first of all, you're isolated. Usually you're, you might be playing with another child, but they're somewhere else. They're not even in the same room as you. Mm -hmm. So that whole um, social piece is also, it's easier. We're making it too easy for kids to be isolated from each other, if that makes sense. So we really need them to have authentic um, outdoor playtime to and developing relationships in person. <laughs> um, you know, where there you knock on someone's door and ask them, "Do you want to play?" And then you go out for hours and you're riding your bikes together. Um, so that's one piece that so that real experience of I'm literally with you right now and that yeah. social interaction in real time is huge. But also, yeah, I mean, we could talk about all all the senses, um, you know, 
that we typically talk about when you step outdoors, you're digging in the dirt for hours, you're going upside down, you're doing all the things that will actually help develop your neurological system. Whereas on the screens, you're pushing buttons and you're, um, you're getting fed information, but you're, you're not getting heavy work. You're not getting resistance to your joint and muscles. You're not going upside down. You're sitting, usually you're sedentary. Um, and then you're probably being overstimulated with uh, all sorts of input. <laughs> Angela, I don't want to put you on the spot here, yeah. but as a trained expert in this field, are you saying that for a three-year-old to watch another child spin on a merry-go-round or swing on a swing is not in fact the same as that child actually doing those things in the real world on their own? Exactly. Yeah. They need real life. It seems so obvious, but they need real life play opportunities. Yeah. I, I, the, the one I talk about in presentations is, is there, there are these amazing creative apps out there on, on the screen, uh, on the screens, uh, like the, the finger painting, you can, you can touch here and you get this color and touch here and you get the color with a different texture, but it's all a finger on a piece of glass. But if yeah. you're finger painting in, in real life, you've, you've got not only the texture, the feeling of the paint running down your finger and onto your wrist, you've got the, the smell of it. You, you wipe your, wipe your face because when you're three and you're finger painting, you always wipe your face and, and because you, your nose itches and then you, you taste purple and it's it's a it's a much different, uh, more fully um, sensory, more full sensory experience when you're when you're doing the real thing. Except there are people out there that that don't seem to understand this as they as they push more and more screen time for young children. It was a problem before 2020, and 2020 made it worse, and and we started accepting it. Yeah, um, I think so too. Yeah, <clears throat> so. That whole, like the whole body sensor engagement, you just can't replicate that on a screen. Um, and then the, I think the isolation piece is something we have to pay attention to. Um, it's, I don't, I think we're doing them a huge injustice by making it too easy to be isolated. And so you're going to, you're seeing an increase in mental health issues in kids because yeah. they're lonely and it's just, it's not cutting it. It's not a real relationship. Um, it's not cutting it for development and it's not cutting it for the social interaction. And, and so while there are valuable uses for that technology, um, early childhood development isn't, isn't one of them. And I'm going to go on, a, I, I got to do a little bit of a rant and Angela doesn't know this is coming and Angela may or may not agree with it. So this is, if you want to complain about this, complain to Jeff about Jeff. Um, there are people working in early learning um, who do things like live trainings with caregivers who have spent the last year trying to come up and and market themselves as as t teaching people how to do online preschool well knowing full well that it's developmentally inappropriate and I, I i could call them out by name i'm not going to do that but it is developmentally inappropriate sure but it's also unethical and morally wrong and if you find yourself associating with these people you need to really pull back and think about it because they're i look they're trying to make up for some lost income because of of the lack of live events but figuring out ways to do something that is bad for children even a little bit better isn't good for children and i i'm, I'm disgusted by them um and now i'll get off my soapbox i apologize oh wow that's really interesting 
So a, they're having, they're doing preschool on the computer? Online, and these people are saying, hey, I'll help you do it better. Um, but in fact, we know even preschool online done well is is not good for it's, children. I mean, right? it just isn't. Well, and you preschool can, is play. Yeah, so real yeah, play. You can, you can put whatever <laughs> blinders on and 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 try to make yourself think that it's better. Just like we can put blinders on and say that hey, kids are weaker now than they were in the '80s, and they were weaker in the '80s, and they were in the '50s, and it doesn't matter. We should just adjust uh, adjust our standards. Um, those those things are both wrong, and we we should do better by our children. We should hold ourselves to a higher standard. Yeah, yeah. So so Angela, what do we do? We turn off the screens and we send the kids outside to play. Yeah. And I, and with this whole pandemic thing too, I feel like outdoors is safer. So I, I know even in our profession, um, there's a lot of teletherapy and stuff, but I do believe that we can take everything outside and it's, it's a lot safer and they do need real experiences. Um, so, and I think we need to encourage the parents too, to, to get out, um, and limit screen time, you know, and just, I feel like it should be a tool or a treat once in a while, but it should not be this all encompassing. It should not be the go-to. And I mean, young children are spending hours and hours in front of screens and it's, it's, it's sad. Um, I'll, I'll throw this out there. Well, the world has never been safer, uh, especially the, the, the industrialized world, like, uh, like North America. Um, There are pockets where going outside to play can be a dangerous thing. And there are also indoor alternatives for kids to be up and moving in those locations that aren't screen-based. Um, and so we, we got to acknowledge that those, those unsafe places exist and there are still alternatives to the screens in those places. Um, and I was going to make another really, really good point, but it fell out of my head. So uh, we're going to, I mean, boy, it was going to be great too. I don't remember <laughs> what that was. Um, oh, I, I wanted to touch on uh, the um, uh, the APA, American Pediatric Association. Their recommendations are still um, no screen time for children under two, or did they, they get a little bit wiggly there? I was, I, I, I thought they... Maybe it's old, maybe it's above two. They got wiggly um, about the screen time, but but really the recommendations are no screen time, kids under two, very limited um, beyond that. Is that what so what we're recommending? Yeah, I I actually would love to look that up. I but I think we should still hold ourselves to that. I don't think we should make exceptions. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, there's yeah, creative yeah. ways around it. So yeah. And I mean, for, for years, it was kind of like, well, the research is kind of out on the older kids, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't seem that there's the, the, there might be benefits to screen time, but they don't outweigh the, the, the negatives and there are uses for screens, but for young children doing things in the real world, using all of your senses and moving your body is much more important than those benefits for the screens. And the other thing is um, one, one, push, one bit of pushback is that, well, Jeff, they need to learn to use technology. We're living in a digital age, but the technology is going to change so much between yes. when these children are two and three and they enter the workforce as adults that it, it, the, the, the flat screens that they're playing with now, the iPods or whatever, iPods, um, iPads or whatever they're playing with now are going to be so obsolete and so so in the past that there's there's no reason to, to push that they need to learn technology because the, the tech is going to change. So it's, it's not even useful for, for that reason. Absolutely. I feel like I did too much ranting this episode. Any final thoughts before we wrap up, Angela? No, I think that's good. 
<laughs> this has been Timber Nook Tips. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Timber Nook Tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash timbernook. For more Angela, visit timbernook.com. For more Jeff, visit explorationsearlylearning.com. Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.